0: I want to be drunk every goddamn day. Life is stupid and sucks. (laughs) Holidays are coming. You going to be a disappointment to your family again? Come on. You've done that every year. Just a fun thought experiment. Look yourself in the mirror and go, what if I am the problem? Hey, before we get this episode started, listen. I forgot to wish you all a happy Thanksgiving. I apologize for that. It's something that I should have done during the episode, and I forgot, and it dawned on me after it was over. So I hope you have a happy Thanksgiving this week. All right, everybody? I hope you enjoy being around your friends, being around your family, and if you don't have those things, I hope you enjoy being around yourself. It doesn't have to be about turkey and stuffing and yams. You can just have a good time appreciating the year, and maybe treat yourself to something you usually don't treat yourself to. Either way, have a happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy yourselves. And let's get to the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the next episode of Joe Kelly's psychedelic experience. Hello, my friends. What's going on with you? It's your old pal Joe here, checking in with you on a motherfucking Monday, my friends. What's happening? What's going on? How's it hanging? How you doing? Listen, I hope you're doing well. I hope you're doing better than you ever thought you possibly could be doing. And if you're not, hey, that's okay. But get your shit together, all right? Holidays are coming. You're going to be a disappointment to your family again? Come on. You've done that every year, your whole life. Why not mix it up a little bit? Why not surprise them with some good news this Thanksgiving? You sit down to eat some turkey. You go, hey, before we start to dig in this food, I just want to let you people know that I love you and I have my shit together. Wouldn't that be nice? And then your dad can look you in the eye for once and go, shut up and pass the cranberries, will you? But I'm proud of you. All right. Got some shows coming up, my friends. Uh, Nothing this weekend. Off for a couple of weeks, all right? I'll be in Huntsville, Alabama next month the 8th through the 10th at Stand Up Live with my good friend Aaron Weber. We'll be doing the Stardome in Birmingham, Alabama on December 11th. Then December 22nd and the 23rd, I'll be in Detroit, technically Hamtramck, just a hay nickel away from Detroit at the Independent. I'll be in New Jersey January 5th through the 7th also with Aaron Weber at the Stress Factory, Uh, and it looks like the 27th and the 28th of January in Raleigh, North Carolina, at Goodnight's Comedy Club. More shows coming up next year. Go to joekellycomedy.com for all the good news and upcoming show dates. And now that that's out of the way, how was your weekend? What'd you get into? Did you have some fun? Did you, you know, what'd you do? Did you fucking, you know, you know what I mean? I I was in, where was I? Fuck, I don't even remember. St. Paul, Minnesota. Minneapolis slash St. Paul, I believe is what they call it. But St. Paul, hey, it was great. Cold as hell, but fun shows, you know. It was 17 degrees, still managed to get a four-mile walk in. So what the fuck are you doing with yourself? You know what I mean? Buck up. Embrace the cold. It's coming either way. What better way to start your day than getting out and breathing in some cold air, you know? And once it stops sucking, it's really not that bad. It always sucks at first. The cold, anything, anything that's worth it seems to suck at the beginning. Anything that is great at the beginning sucks towards the end. You know what I mean? So, except your wife. Oh. <laughs> yeah, get out of here with that nonsense. But yeah, shows were good and pretty mellow. Snowed, was cold, but the shows were fun. Some people bought some shirts. If you're checking out the podcast, if you were supporting me, and you bought a shirt in St. Paul this past weekend, thank you very much. I surely appreciate it. A fella took off his shoes on the plane on the way out there, and he didn't have socks on. It was just his bare feet inside loafers. And God damn it, you just want to go, what the fuck is wrong with you? And what the fuck is wrong with me? And Weber, the fact that we didn't say nothing. Like, hey, buddy, put your shoes on. This guy was a little bit on the fringe of society. A very twitchy fella to begin with, you know what I mean? I think that's why we probably didn't want to, you know, see what he was going to do. This guy was very spastic, very, he's he's an Indian fella. Nothing wrong with that. I'm just letting you know what this guy was, okay? (laughs) <laughs> indian fellow with stinky ass fucking feet you know he was trying to shove a bag in the overhead bin and he had like a pillow strapped to it and the the flight man whatever you're supposed to call him now attendant is that what they're called is a gay fella working for the airport you know what i mean working for the goddamn airplane he's going sir you can't put both those things up there because it's not going to fit. And that guy's just like looking at him going, what the fuck are you talking about? This stuff is going to fit. And he just keeps shoving it and shoving it and shoving it until finally the little gay flight attendant makes him take the pillow off. And he goes, see, now your bag will fit. And he goes, oh, OK. And then he sits down in between me and Aaron. But rather than like going, hey, can I sit there? He tries to like jump over my legs. He puts his hand on the on the chair in front of me on the little hair rest. Right. And starts to lift himself up. To get over my legs, and it's like, bro, I will stand up. Why don't you calm down for a fucking half a second? And, uh, you know, we can make this a little bit easier. So I got up, he sits down, falls asleep immediately. Now, the issue was we were in Chicago, right? Chicago apparently is a notoriously bad airport, one of the worst in the country. And, uh, For whatever reason, our pilot was late, too. We were waiting for our pilot that was supposed to be flying our plane, was flying another plane with passengers who were supposed to also be on our plane. So we're fucking waiting, right? And this guy's sleeping. And we're waiting there for, I mean, we ended up waiting for like an hour and a half, people. It sucks. I don't know why you can't just go, this is going to be a while. Let's let everybody get off the plane, and then we can just get back on later. Maybe it's too much of a hassle because then maybe people wander off and then they go missing or something like that. Yeah, just sitting on a plane and not going anywhere is fucking miserable, especially next to some stinky footed bastard. You know what I mean? But the dude falls asleep almost immediately, puts the pillow on his lap, leans forward and then just has his head in his lap and is sleeping. And this is right after he sat down and he's asleep for like maybe 10 minutes. and he wakes up. I think I might have bumped him. I might have adjusted. I might have rattled him awake a little bit. And he wakes up, looks out the window and sees that we're not moving and then jumps up out of his seat and is like trying to get off the plane all of a sudden. And Aaron is like, dude, we haven't left Chicago yet. Like, chill. And he just puts his head down and went back to sleep. But what? That guy was that guy was some else, man. So, of course, you don't want to say anything to him. He's unhinged. You have no idea what he's going to do, you know. But here's, here's the other thing. Like, if, you're, if I'm late for the plane, they'll leave me there. So why can't we just get a different pilot, you know? Aren't there other ones around who are just like, you know, can't we leave without that fucking guy? Why do we got to wait for the pilot when they wouldn't wait for me? Somebody knows how to fly that goddamn plane. What are we doing sitting on this goddamn plane not going anywhere for? Cause, oh, because we're missing the pilot. There's other pilots out there. What's so special about this fucking guy? He's late. Fire his ass. You know? It was... Other than that, it was a pretty good trip. St. Paul, the airport in St. Paul is one of the most peaceful places on Earth. In comparison, St. Paul is rated the number one, I believe, airport in the country. I believe it's St. Paul and Atlanta are the top two. But St. Paul was just... what a What a fucking nice... What a nice airport it was, you know? I felt good enough to, like, stretch and do some push-ups in the airport. It was just, like I just felt so centered. I've been feeling good lately, people. I don't know how you've been feeling, but I've just been feeling real good. A lot of it is because of you fine folks listening to this podcast always saying nice things and checking in and just saying hey to me, you know what I mean? There's a lot of that. You guys keep it going, but things are just coming together in a weird way, and it's taken a long time to get here, but I'm feeling pretty goddamn good as of late. You know what I mean? Haven't been drinking much lately either, so I think that helps quite a bit. Just clarity. It's, listen, I want to be drunk every goddamn day. Life is stupid and sucks. (laughs) (laughs) you know you know what i mean i think you guys get it can't we all agree that life is pretty stupid it does suck for the most part i'm not saying it's not great and a lot of fun but you can't be great and be a lot of fun without being sucky and shitty at the same time you know what i mean yin and yang there's a balance between the two if it didn't suck so bad we wouldn't know it was so good when it was good but ain't it easier to get through the bad when you're just pissed drunk? And also just dealing with people. Have you ever tried to deal with people? God. God. People got problems that they feel like they have no control over of. I don't know if I said that right. No control over. I don't know if I needed to say of. People feel like they got problems that they have no control over. And they want to tell you about it as if you care or want something or you're going to do something to help them. You know what I mean? people don't realize that they're the fucking problem and maybe aren't the problem. Here's a thought experiment I've been thinking about just because I'm just tired of people being negative. (laughs) (laughs) So it's just like a fun thought experiment. You know what I mean? And the idea is, like, people who have, we all have problems, right? And obviously, obviously, we are not the root of our own problems, right? The world is the problem, and we do everything right. And if the world would just adjust to how we behave, then everything would be a better place. But here's the thought experiment. Since we all know we are not the problem, we all know that. We are all the best people ever and do nothing wrong ever. But here's the thought experiment. What if? What if you were the problem? Not that you are. Of course you're not. You're perfect and beautiful just the way you are. But what if? What if you were? What would you do differently? How would you change the things around you if you were the root of your problems? Not that you are because you're beautiful and perfect just the way you are. Being all a big fat slob. You're perfect. There's nothing wrong with that. But what if there was? But what if there was? Not that there is, but what if? How would you navigate the world differently? You know what I mean? Obviously, the world is the problem. Obviously, it's your job that sucks. Obviously, you can't do anything to change it. But what if you could? What would you do? I don't have any answers for you, but what if, just what if, just a fun thought experiment, look yourself in the mirror and go, what if I am the problem? What if my life is the way it is because of me? The truth is hard to face. Nobody wants to, but this way you don't really have to, you can lie and go, okay, I'm not the problem, you know, but if I was, if I was, maybe I could drink less. If I was the problem, maybe I could uh, eat better. If I was the problem, maybe I could be nicer to people. If I was the problem, maybe I could stand up for myself. If I was the problem, maybe I could find value in myself. I could discover some self-worth if I was the problem. You know? But goddamn, that's hard to do. But if you put that if" in there it's a little I feel like it's a little bit easier, but of course, nobody's the problem, so just have some fun and just pretend that you are the problem and see how you would live a different life. See how your life might change, you know, but obviously it's not you, it's the world at large that is the problem. We are all perfect individuals who do could do nothing wrong ever, you know, no matter how mean and sad we are it's just the we're just the way we're supposed to be. Fuck that. <laughs> Fucking goofy nonsense. What am I looking up here? There was something else I wanted to talk about, but... Anyway, fun little thought experiment. Give it a try sometime. Imagine that you are the root of all your problems and see how you could do things differently. And then just ignore it and keep living how you are. And then you'll stay in the same place you've always been. Because change is difficult and scary. But, you know... uh... I'm just tired of people, negativity. You know what I mean? It's always, it's always the world around them. It's always the world around them that is the fucking problem, man. But, uh, yeah. Everybody does everything right and everything's just perfect. I had to have a hard conversation with my buddy. And things haven't been the same between us since. It's just been weird, but it's just, uh bringing a lot of negativity to me and it's just been years of it you know what i mean and it just isn't fun anymore and uh he claims that he's doing everything he possibly can in his power to have a good life and be happy and it just isn't working out for him for whatever it is so and it's just been the same conversation year after year so we got to the point where i'm like all right dude i'm just going to agree with you now and go yes you do everything in your power to have a good life and to be happy and to do everything right and to be successful. You do everything in your power. You make all the right steps, but shit just don't work out for you for whatever reason. The world is against you. So I agreed with him. And then it's just been weird because I just don't want to keep fighting against it. You know what I mean? It's fucking tough. It's fucking tough to have uh, people you love go through a hole that you don't want to be in. You know what I mean? And it's nothing against them, but it's like, I just don't want to be in your fucking dark hole that you're going through right now. I've been down there with you before. I can't get you out of it. I've tried, you know, for whatever reason. It just ain't working out. I had uh, an ex-girlfriend of mine, uh, the one I live with on Maui. She was, uh, she's going through a breakup and was like, wanting to call me at like 7am. Cause she was feeling sad and lonely. And it's like, I'm sorry, but like, we haven't dated in 10 years. You know why? You know what I mean? <laughs> Not, you know why, <laughs> but the reason that we didn't keep dating is because of this type of shit. You know what I mean? Cause you live in a dark hole. It wasn't just cause you're going through a breakup that you're going through a you're in some hole or in some rut you've always been in a rut you know what i mean and it's not fun to be around and we aren't i you know we haven't had that type of conversation in a very long time of any emotional substance or anything like that and so i was just like look i'm again i'm in i'm in i'm feeling great right now and i just don't need that shit around me and i feel bad about it sometimes but i can't i can't fucking help it And that's why I was like, I'm in a good place, and I just don't need to go down this fucking hole that you're in right now, you know. And she actually responded very well to it. She was like, Oh, I like didn't even think about it that way. And it was like, Thank you for telling me that. I, you know, like didn't realize that that was going to be a thing. It's like, Yeah, you got to figure this shit out on your own instead of dragging people down with you and fucking not getting anywhere and being in the same place you've been for ten fucking years. You know what I mean? I don't know. Does that make me a bad person? Because I don't want to deal with people's bullshit all the fucking time. And it's not that you know I give people got bullshit. I'm fine with that. But it's just the you, the same shit, the same shit for years, and you ain't changed a goddamn thing. It's like I don't, I can't, I don't have time for this. I'm moving forward now with myself, my life, my mind, my career, whatever the fuck that means. Everything is continuing to move forward. And I don't wanna be, I don't wanna be negative. I'm a grumpy fuck. I think, you know, I'm both. I'm very pleasant, but I'm also can be a grumpy fuck. You know what I mean? But I don't like to, if I'm in a grumpy mood, I don't try and be around people and try and make it their fucking problem. You know what I mean? I don't need you to deal with my grumpiness. I need to sit in it and figure and and deal with it myself, almost as like a punishment kind of way. Why would you wanna bring other people? into your fucking black hole that you're going into. It sucks. It's hard. Maybe that, but that's that's why you never deal with it because you're always trying to bring people with you because you don't want to sit in your own fucking demons and your own filth that you've created for yourself and go, this is me. This is my purest form right now. And it sucks. And it's my fault. And I've done it to myself instead of having people come, you know, it's okay. You're a great person. Nah, you suck. That's why you're unhappy and that's why you're alone. Change it or don't. But don't make it other people's fucking problems. It don't that's made me feel so I so good her response and going, "Oh, I see. I can see why you wouldn't want to participate in this right now." And it's like, "Yeah," Thank you for understanding. I hope you find a way out of it, but I can't be the lighthouse, you know what I mean? Maybe one day, maybe one day, but not right now. I got shit to do, people. So, little thought experiment. What if you're the root of your all <laughs> everything that is wrong in your life? What if you're the fucking problem? What if, you know? Anyway, what well, the news thing? Okay. Remember last week when there was like a missile or a bomb that went off in Poland and everyone was like oh Russia's bombing bombing Poland 3 days later it comes out that it wasn't Russia it looks like it was a Ukrainian missile or something like that like misguided whatever it is people don't think propaganda exists and that is the that's like the the biggest example of propaganda is the fact that people... Americans don't think they're susceptible, they're susceptible to American propaganda. Russian people don't think they're susceptible to Russian propaganda. French people probably don't think they're susceptible to French propaganda. It all comes from outside somewhere else. But it's never at home when it is 100% at home. These people are beating these war drums. And it is not good. You know what I mean? I don't know how close we are to a a World of War III, but the temperament of, I mean, I can't speak for the whole world. Americans are pretty twitchy human beings. We're fucking scatterbrained and fucking hypersensitive and super fucking, I don't know. I think everybody's just short-circuiting. So it seems like if a war breaks out, it's it might be chaos. I don't know. There's money to be made off of war, but uh, I just don't, that's why I don't know what, I don't believe in any of it. After the whole Iraq war in 2001, the weapons of mass destruction thing, when it's like, you know, when it just came out and they're like, oh, we didn't, there weren't any, there were never any, but we kept saying there were. And a lot of people died, and a lot of people made a lot of money. And uh, it, what do you, how do you, how do you give any credit to these people anymore? You know what I mean? Even after, even the whole 9 11 thing, when, when the whole 9 11 thing, you guys remember that? <laughs> but just there was like, oh, we had no. We had no knowledge, no, no warnings were sent ever. We had no idea that this is something that ever could have happened. What did Condoleezza Rice say? Nobody ever could have imagined people using planes as missiles, right? And come to find out there was a memo that was sent sometime in August that said bin Laden is planning to attack America or New York or something like that. And here's something a lot of people don't know or kind of skim over. The morning of 9-11, NORAD, it's the North American Aerospace Defense System or whatever, the people, whenever a plane gets hijacked, these are the people who are in charge of figuring out what the fuck is going on with that hijacking and doing something about it, all right? NORAD. On the morning of 9-11, NORAD was running military exercises, right, that involved... Planes being hijacked and used as missiles. This is the morning of 9 11. Now, I'm not going, oh, they did that on purpose or whatever, but to go for, for someone who works in the government, Condoleezza Rice, I can't remember what she was in the Bush administration, but a pretty important figure, especially when it came to the Iraq war, right? For her to come out and go, we couldn't, no one ever visualized people using planes as missiles. And then the morning of, Of the attacks, NORAD was running exercises that they were using planes as missiles. So that, so she's full of shit right there. You know what I mean? That's all I need to know. So that's what, that's why they couldn't scramble the jets that day. Because I listened to like the raw audio of the NORAD people talking, because you can listen, you know what I mean? Where they're talking about like the exercises and shit like that. Uh, and once the hijacks, once the hijacking started, there were so many false hijacks on their radar that they couldn't figure out which ones were real or fake. You can listen to all this audio, these people talking and trying to figure out going, you're talking about hijackings in New York and some guys going, is this the real world or is this exercise right now? Cause we got the exercises going on. So are you calling in another exercise or is this something Or is this actually going on? It's like, oh, this is the real deal. And it's like, fuck. Now we don't know how to find the plane that's off track because we got all these fucking blips going on. You know what I mean? And again, if you want to get into the conspiracy of it, they go, they did that on purpose so they could allow the attacks to happen. I don't fucking know about that. All I'm saying is the fact that this woman goes, we had no idea that they would do that. And meanwhile, you're running exercises for pretty much the exact same thing to happen the morning of the attacks is bullshit. So and then they go, oh, Russia's bombing Poland. You go, wait a minute. Are you sure about that? Because you've been full of shit my whole life, you know? So be careful out there. <laughs> That's all I guess I'm trying to say. I don't know about that 9-11 rant that I was doing but the i'm telling you those those fucking uh, the audio of the NORAD people is pretty fascinating cuz you're listening to these people trying essentially save America in real time you know what i mean and they couldn't get it done their one job that's all they're supposed to do is intercept hijacked planes but uh they failed they failed miserably that day and it wasn't i don't think it was necessarily their own fault but it is interesting that the the war game exercises, as they are called, were pretty much simulations of exactly what happened on nine eleven so that's pretty interesting you know what i mean the the planes were c g i anyway bro they were never real. There were bombs in the building the planes were c g i you know <laughs> everybody knows that <laughs> uh I just uh you know hug your family. You know what I mean? That's all I'm trying to say. Don't worry about all that shit. Just try and, you know, all that shit's just a distraction anyway. But uh if World War 3 breaks out, we're all fucked anyway, right? So what's we might as well just keep having fun. Keep ordering from Amazon. We got, you know, Black Friday coming up. You get some good deals. Cyber Monday too. God damn. Got a big uh, big weekend of shopping coming up. Why would you worry about you know, the potential for uh, World War Three. Propaganda doesn't exist. Everybody just tells you the truth all the time and just has your best interest in mind. All right, people? That's all. <laughs> I can't imagine why I will never get picked up by the Hollywood industry. You think a guy like me, big, handsome, funny guy, you think they'd be chomping at the bit to get a piece of this, but and i open my mouth and start talking about poland and maybe better in yourself and nobody wants to hear that they want you to sell the lies to the children they want you to feel bad people so they can make money i want you to feel good i'd like to make some money too but i if it's either you feeling good or me making money you just go feel good i don't need the i don't need money that fucking much all right Go feel good. Let's get you the animal video clip of the week and get you on your way, people. This one, very interesting. I'm not sure what to make of this. Oh, I'll announce the winner of the game at the end of the podcast, people. For those of you who don't know, for those of you who only listen to the audio portion of this podcast, we do a little bonus thing over on YouTube. After the audio is done, we're playing a game over on YouTube. So if you'd like to participate in the game, you might have to switch over to YouTube and watch this. All right? Let's. (laughs) Let's. Get... <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what the game is, and I do have a winner. Ooh, baby! Uh, this one it's it's from a farm in China. I don't know what to make of it. It's not particularly funny, but uh, it's it's a farm in China, and apparently the, the this dude's sheep have been walking in a circle for twelve days. Again, could be a lie. You can't believe anything. At all. (laughs) People go, you can't believe everything. I say you can't believe anything, you know? But it's you can watch the video of his security camera or whatever, and he's also walking up. But he said it started with like four or five sheep, and they just started walking in a circle. And then all of a sudden the whole herd joined them, you know? And they've just been walking in a circle for 12 days. Apparently there could be some bacterial uh, infection, that sheep get that causes them to walk in a circle for twelve days at a time, but uh, I think it could be bigger. I think they might be summoning the spirit of Baphomet. Maybe what is the what is the world? You know what I mean is the is the sheep walking in a circle the sign of end times? You know what's going to form in the middle of that circle, or are these sheep just dying? I don't know what to make out of it. It's very interesting. It worries me to death. I don't know why, but it uh, it also is like, you know, that's what we would do too. If you walked outside and your neighbors, let's say you got 16 neighbors. We're all just out in the street walking in a circle. How long would it take for you to join them? Because at first you'd be like, what the fuck are these guys doing? You'd probably just sit inside, look out your window and go, what the fuck? What are these fucking assholes doing? You know, you go eat a sandwich or something like that. And you're like, they're still out there. What are they doing? You know, and you're like, ah, forget it. I'm just going to go to bed. I'm sure they'll go to bed. You wake up the next morning. and You're like, fuck, they're still, they're still out there. You make your cup of coffee, you go out, and you go, hey, what are you guys doing? And they don't say anything to you. They just keep walking in a circle. They don't even look at you. They just keep walking in a circle. You're like, Tom, Frank, guys, we are supposed to watch the game last night. You guys have been out here just walking in a circle. What's going on? And they just ignore you. Keep, you're like, all right, fine. I guess I'll go back in. How many days of that before you go, maybe they're onto something. I guess I'll walk in the circle too. I'm not doing it. You know? I'll get in the middle of that circle. I'll do I'll do a little break dance and something like that. But I ain't fucking walking in that circle. I don't care how many people are out there. You think I trust these fucking neighbors? Hell no. Hell no. But I think it wouldn't take long for a lot of people to start walking in a circle for no reason at all just because they saw other people doing it. Dude. Get Beyonce to walk in a fucking circle in Times Square. See how many fucking people just start doing it for no reason? Everybody. Everybody would be down there walking in a fucking circle for no reason just because Beyonce's doing it and she's the queen. Just something to think about, people. I don't know what it means. I don't know why these sheep are walking in a circle, but I don't think it would take much for us to be walking in a circle either. Thanks for checking out the podcast this week, everybody. Hey, this is a pretty long one. I didn't know fucking on one today. Thanks for checking it out. Hope we had a little bit of fun. I appreciate you stopping by and starting your week with me. Or whenever you're listening to this, you know what I mean? I appreciate you checking in. I'll be in uh, Huntsville, Alabama at Stand-Up Live next month, December 8th through the 10th with my good friend Aaron Weber. The 11th will be the Stardome in Birmingham, Alabama. December 22nd and 23rd, the Independent in Hamtramck, Michigan. Just outside of Detroit. JoeKellyComedy.com has all your upcoming dates. Listen, thanks for checking out the podcast, everybody. Hope we had a little bit of fun, all right? Do me a favor. Take care of yourself. Take care of somebody else. I'll catch you around real fucking soon. (laughs) Later.